Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Well, thank you very much and welcome into this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Great to have you alongside. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. Give us a follow and join the conversation there. You can catch us on iHeartRadio, on GNN Radio, as well as Sirius XM 203 and various radio stations, including our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's great to be with you. It's PGA Championship Preview Edition. We have a lot to get to. We'll discuss some things with Ryan Ballingy on where this major ranks amongst the four, despite what Gary Player and uh, Jack Nicholas might have said yep. the week of the Masters. So we're going to get into that. Um also, how about this PGA? How about Oak Hill? We got a restoration. It's not going to look the same as what it did in previous major championships. It's had a facelift. Yeah, is that what we call it? like? Is, is restoration a facelift? I guess it is yeah. because a facelift sort of makes you look the way you did once before. Fresh right? and young. <laughs> I'll tell you, this one actually has some special meaning for us, Bob. This was right as we were beginning Real Golf Radio on a syndicated level, and our friend Mitch Voges invited us to be part of the broadcast team for CBS Sports Radio and Westwood One back in the 2003 PGA Championship. And you were out roaming the golf course. You had the coveted job. You know, you you were the guy. And I was posted up on 16, and I remember standing just off the green, I had a huge long microphone cord attached to me <laughs> and I was standing in about shin high rough. Yeah. That's, that's about the extent of what I remember. And I just was thinking, don't get in anybody's way. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was the biggest You're standing mo- under the tower there too. Weren't you just, yeah. Right over by the tower, the TV yep. tower. Yeah. And just yep. had my little clipboard and yeah. Calling the action. It was fun. Yeah. We had a good time, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Talk about the golf course. Talk about some of the winners. You know, there's been U.S. Opens played. There's been a Ryder Cup played here. Mm-hmm. And, of course, some PGA Championships. We'll get into all of that coming up next here in our preview edition. Plus, it is the week of the Byron Nelson out on the PGA Tour. And as tradition has it, every single year, in honor of Byron Nelson, we play our interview with Byron Nelson in his own words, talking about that special year of 1945, 18 wins, 11 in a row. It is unbelievable. You do not want to miss it. That's all part of the show this week on Real Golf Radio. 
Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Staples has everything to help small businesses do big things. Shipping supplies and services so you can fill big orders. The latest tech so you can create the next big thing. And now during Staples Small Business Deal Days, when rewards members spend $100 or more, they get 30 back in rewards to use on big things, little things, or anything they need. Plus, find new deals in-store every week on tech, office chairs, and shipping supplies. Because for small businesses, Staples knows savings are a big thing. Rewards offer ends 513, limit one, redeemable in-store only. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale. Take an extra 25% off great gifts for every mom with your coupon or Macy's card. Like dresses, shoes, and more she'll love, 25 to 40% off. Or shop specials like 55 to 65% off robes, towels, and more bath accessories. And fragrance gift sets from her favorite brands like Carolina Herrera, Estee Lauder, and more. Give love, give style, now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Progressive presents an ad from mom. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive, (laughs) bundle, that's a cute word. What? Read it again. Okay. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive, you get round-the-clock protection. Oh, that's darn good. Because once my sister Dottie, my older sister Dottie, her basement flooded. Get round-the-clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country. Carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at collectibleexchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's collectibleexchange.com. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile, unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer, new customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. To Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back. It is Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, and it's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf. I'm not even sure where to start with this. I guess we'll go with the Paradigm Triple Diamond Driver. And I can tell you four rounds in now, and I could have told you earlier. I actually have told okay. you earlier. But I, I can tell you that it is the best driver that I have ever hit in my life. Preach, Brian. Preach. I, well, look. The, here's the thing that's interesting. The triple diamond is made to bring the spin down. 
if you if you see me on a launch monitor, the challenge that I have is I get a little steep and I'm handsy and I get a lot of spin on it. Yep. So I'm trying to take that off. Now, there's some things I can do to work on with my swing, right? I can try to shallow that out, as they say, right? Try to come in with less of a steep angle, actually hit up on it. There's a lot of different things to do. Uh, we, you and I did the speed training over the winter, did the yeah. six week course with our friend Tyler Stanford at Utah Valley university, the biomechanics professor. I, I spent some time in the gym. There's a lot of things I've been working on and I've got a shaft from Fujikura, the Ventus that has been the Ventus blue has been my, my, my moneymaker. And it's lasted me through a, a, like all these driver renditions. It's mm-hmm. just the, the shaft is just money, right? So put all that together. Now you've got a triple diamond head. And it's going to bring the spin down. Here's the problem. In the past, the triple diamond was so unforgiving that unless you were John Rom, you really didn't want to hit that driver. Yeah. Because you weren't sure you'd bring the spin down, but you weren't going to control it like you wanted. You're missing fairways because you're, you're just not that good. And when I say you, I'm talking about me. This year, however, talking to Dave Neville and you know some of the guys there at Callaway, they're saying, you know what, BT, give it a shot because you'll be surprised at how forgiving it is for the tour model. Right, and that's exactly what I've done. The triple diamond, it's it brings the spin down, Bob. And anyone that's listening, that's played with me, I usually hit a, either a pull cut that works out pretty good, or I hit a pretty high right that I'm just bugged about. Right, hardly can get that sucker to go left. And if I'm playing in the wind, I just get gobbled up. This thing, you, you know. Remember what we remember what I told you when we played at Pebble. You're trying to you're you're. One of the things that you have a problem with is hitting down on the ball with the driver. Right. Remember I told you, mm-hmm. just move it an inch forward, and it'll it'll allow you to hit a little bit more up on it. And then with this head, with the less spin, you started hitting some rockets. I, I'm telling you, it is, I'm hitting the ball for I'm hitting the ball like almost alarmingly far. I don't want. Hey, by the Alarmingly? way, if the USGA is listening, forget that. Never mind. Scratch that from the record. <laughs> I really don't hit it anywhere. It's the same as what I've hit it since I was eighteen. What are we even talking about here? Hey, but between you and me, I'm killing this thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm hitting some shots. I, Bobby played with some guys this week, and they were just like, I mean, there I was there was there was holes. I was a hundred yards past these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this driver's remarkable. If you haven't tested or haven't given a shot, check out the paradigm from Callaway. They talk about a, a shift. What, what is the a paradigm shift? Right. It's a shift, yeah. and that well, I don't know. Whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. A let, let's see what it has here. It's a shift. You've got the advanced, uh, the world's most advanced driver face AI designed by AI. Okay. They've got the carbon fiber crown, forged carbon. Um, it's. The jailbreak and I, AI. And I got, got mine. All kinds of I'm stuff. just paradigm. You're going straight paradigm. Not the triple diamond. Well, because you don't need the help, man. You're just like, you're smooth Eddie. You're no, just I like, need all the help I can get because I'm getting old. Well, you do need the distance. <laughs> this will help with your distance, Bob. I know it will. Hey, yep. look, my partner in crime here, I, I, I bragged on him last week too, but um, you know, he's he's starting to lose a little bit of distance mm-hmm. where he always hit it further than me or we were pretty close, and I'm 14 years younger than him. Well, there was, I'm, I've started to notice a little separation, but Bob still hits it so freaking good. This will help. You'll be able to dial this sucker in and, and you'll, you'll find a little bit more pop. It's yep. pretty cool. So anyway, I didn't mean to go a four minute commercial on paradigm. I, my apologies, but it is a unbelievable driver. It's been fun. It's brought so much more fun back in it for me. So uh, check it out at callawaygolf.com. Father's day is coming up. Just do yourself a favor. Yep. Mother's Day, by the way, is tomorrow. So yes. happy Mother's Day to mo- all both of our moms and all and the you moms. can buy your wife a paradigm driver for Mother's Day. 
Of course you but can. But it would come to you. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe I mean, there's a lot of moms that want to play golf out there. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So knock yourself out. Have a good time. Anyway, hey, look, we've got... Man, I'm excited for this show. I'm excited for another major championship. I'm excited for Byron Nelson and to hear that interview. I... I you know, of the 24 years that we've been doing this show, it ranks right up there with one of the coolest things, if not the yep. coolest interview that we've ever done. Yeah. And Byron was at his ranch, and you got a hold of him and scheduled this interview, and we went in to record it. And, like, right in the middle of this thing, he's like, you, you okay? You got some time? Can I keep going? And we're just like, are you <laughs> no. kidding me? Yes. <laughs> and he passed away. It's about a year later, I think, yeah. if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. But he talks about... You'll, and you'll hear it. I asked him the question. I was all like young radio guy. I'm like, okay, Mr. Nelson, uh, 1945, you won 18 times and 11 in a row. I was wondering if you could tell me what was, you know, what, tell me about that year. And he goes, well, let me start with the year before and what led up to that. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And off he went. Why don't you? And off he went. Yeah, and you'll hear him talk about the things he did in 1944 that changed and, and led to that dominating year in 1944. <laughs> careless shots careless shots yep he worked on his chipping and he, uh, and and he his... all wrote it and he wrote it down in a little journal he had it's pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool stuff and you know what here's hoping look i know scotty scheffler scotty scheffler's number two in the world and he's playing this week and then it's terrell hatton at number 17 in the world like mm-hmm. i i get it it's it's it has gone down from the time that kenny perry said that byron nelson used to write handwritten notes and invite yep. players to come Yep. And people and players came. It is slipping a little bit. I hope it never goes away. To me, there is something special about honoring the greats of the past, right? Yeah. I hope that the Jack's Memorial does never fade away. I hope Arnold Palmer Invitational Bay Hill never fades away. I hope eventually his Tigers, you know, left the game completely that that his tournament at Genesis, you know, or even the the stuff he's doing in the Bahamas. I hope that stuff stays yep. because that's part of the cool um, the traditions, yeah. Yes, that's, I mean, the Masters is oozing tradition. That I think yep. that's what sets them apart. So I think the tour needs to continue to hang on to, and I'm, I'd applaud AT&T for their sponsorship of this event and keeping it going. So yeah. anyway, I'm excited to hear from Byron. Uh, we'll talk, uh, Ryan Ballinger is going to join us coming up next. And I, I want to I gauge his interest, Bob, and I'll ask you the question that I'm going to ask Ryan. You know, what, what is your interest level? What, what's your, I don't say interest level. What's your excitement level about the next major championship? Well, majors are what we um, get excited about in the game of golf, especially in the professional game. And, you know, it starts out from the very get-go with the Masters. And, you know, now that we have a winner in John Rahm getting his second major championship, it would be kind of interesting if he gets this one going to the Open Championship, having the chance to win the career grand slam, which would be pretty interesting. That would be a remarkable, crazy year for John Rahm. Um, what, you know, what, to win three majors one... in a year? That would be, that's an yeah, understatement, right? It would be. I mean, Tiger's I mean, the last to do that. Yes. And Jordan Speed had a chance to get three in a year. He did. Almost. Um, had a chance. He had a chance in 2015. To and incidentally, he's not playing this week because of a wrist injury. So is he going to be able to play next week? We haven't heard that yet. Um, but there's a lot of really cool things that could happen. Majors are always great. Uh, the PGA championship is going to be awesome. Uh, and then, you know, and then like we talked about last week, we've got the Open U.S. Open Championship at L.A. North and then uh, the British Open Championship at uh, uh, Royal Liverpool. 
So, uh, and then a Ryder Cup year. So, uh, this we're just getting into some good, fun, uh, awesome, exciting parts of the game of golf, professional golf. Um, and, you know, about every three or four weeks, we're going to be talking about some great championship golf. Oak Hill's an interesting venue. It's seen the likes of Jack Nicholas win, and it's also had some surprises in Sean McKeel and, um, and Jason Duffner picking up yeah. their first major. So it's, it's kind of interesting. We'll talk about that. Ryan Ballingy joins us from GolfNewsNet.com. Coming up next as we continue previewing the upcoming PGA Championship. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. 
Talking Golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Excited to welcome in our next guest as we continue with our PGA Championship Preview Edition of the show. Ryan Balanchy is GolfNewsNet.com and GNN Radio on iHeart and joins us right now. Hey, Ryan, how are you, man? Good, how are you guys? We are good. Hey, another major is upon us, and I'm not talking about the region's tradition by any means, but uh, PGA coming up next week, Oak Hill. And I, I, I guess let's just start with this. Excitement level, where, where would you rate your excitement level for this next one? That's a good question. I was kind of thinking about that the other day. And it, it, it feels lower than it should, and I don't know why that is. I mean, the Masters was great, really enjoyed it. We had some good events after it. Uh, the heritage was lovely at Harbortown. I mean, to have Fitzpatrick and Spieth in in the playoff was really enjoyable and can't lay part of the mix again. But then after that, just kind of felt flat for a while. No offense to Tony Finau winning a, a very enjoyable battle with John Rahm in Mexico and the team event. I, I like the concept, but it feels like the execution just isn't working out. And then it felt like Quail Hollow fell a little flat last week, even though it was great for Wyndham Clark to win and he was trending in the right direction. So it just feels like uh, maybe there's a reason why the PGA tour wanted to get the players out in May because they knew it was kind of not the best month and (laughs) they kind of gave not the best deal to the PGA of America, giving them a, a May major championship. You know, it was interesting earlier in the year before we hit the masters, you had Gary player come on and say that the British open, then the U S open, then the PGA and then the Masters are, are how he would rank the major championships. Jack came in and said uh, U.S. Open, Open Championship, then the PGA, then the Masters, because the Masters is, tech, it, you know, it it's not a championship like you would say the mm-hmm. U.S. Open or the Open or the PGA Championship. They're all championships. What, what do you think um, as far as a ranking system for the PGA Championship? I mean, that was such great clickbait content, too, because yes. but how, how can you have the Masters last? And I totally then understood Jack Nicholas's explanation of, well, these are championships, and this is technically an invitational, and I think that's more important. And I, I think that's semantic, but I totally understood where he was coming from. And Gary Player said, hey, it's just an age thing. Like, it, it's literally never going to catch up because it's never going to be as old as the Open unless they stop playing it for 80 years in a row. So I, I get it. But... I don't know a single person that maybe that maybe is not a PGA of America professional. I should underscore how important that is, but that would rank the PGA championship higher than third. And most would probably rank it fourth. And that's not because it's a bad tournament. It just feels like it, it lacks some special draw to it. I mean, the U S open is the national championship. The masters is the one played at the same place. The open championship is links golf. What is, and I think we always have this conversation, what is the identity of the PGA Championship? When it was match play 60 years ago, I'll get close to 70 years ago, that was an identity because that was what made it unique. And it was eight days or whatever. I mean, it took forever. It was a true long grind of championship golf. And now it's basically just a really, really deep field in a similar to PGA Tour setup, slightly harder, more like a, more like a player setup, but obviously it rotates. So I, for me, it's hard to get as excited about the PGA as the other majors from that historical identity, whatever perspective. 
but then they play it and it's really enjoyable and it's great. And then you go back the next year and you go, yeah, but it's still fourth out of four. <laughs> it's a bowl game. How about that? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. It's a New yeah. Year's Day bowl game. Like, it's legit, right? I mean, this is not to take anything away from the PGA. By the way, it has the biggest trophy, it's too. It's a New Year's Six. Yeah, but it's a, like, this is Rose Bowl. It's the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, and I, I love the Rose Bowl. Yeah. But Penn State beating... I don't know, Easy. some random Pac-12 hey, 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 team. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't going to bring up Utah. That was a wasn't bringing shot. up Utah. Wasn't bringing up Utah. Wasn't going to do that. That's even Not worse. Do it. You didn't even say it. But but that that game isn't the national championship game. Yeah. And I, you know, so it, the tradition is incredible. Everything around it is wonderful. And winning it matters to the teams participating. But does it matter as broadly as much as it did because we've got everything around it now with the college football playoff? Probably not. So I, I don't, I, yeah, I think that's a great analogy. That's, that's the exact way to put it. Yeah. And Ryan Ballinger, golf news net joining us here. And yet yeah, I look back on it. Justin Thomas's win last year was exciting in a playoff with Zala Torres. Phil Mickelson. Are you kidding me? Historic win two years before yeah. that. Colin Montgomery's win. Montgomery. Did I just say that? Colin Morikawa. <laughs> wow. He'd hey, be surprised. Headlines. Steve Elkington. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Brooks, I mean, Brooks spoiled Tiger's party in Kansas, in St. Louis. I mean, uh, which was that, but that was great in and of itself. And then he takes down Dustin Johnson at Beth Page. Like, that was good stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. I, like I look back on him and Rory's last win. At Valhalla, what what yeah. a great one, right? Like that. Here's the here's the funny thing is kind of the duds. <laughs> this sounds terrible. I'm really not picking on. I really don't want to pick on this event. But the the kind of the duds when I look back on them are the two played at at Oak Hill. You know, like Duffner and and McKeel. Like those are kind of. I mean, Duffner at least got the little little bottom pad at the end. That that sort of stole the show, right? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he did shoot 63 that week. He did, and he then. Did. He was incredible from tee to green, and then every three-footer looked like it could miss the cup entirely, which was remarkable that he wound up finishing it off because he looked like a man that literally could not take the blade back at points and still got the job done. But I I don't know if it's an Oak Hill thing. I mean, obviously they had Andrew Green come in and tear that place down to the studs and re rossify it, which I think is going to be great. Um and like you said, they, the PGA Championship doesn't have that many duds. I mean, certainly in yeah. the last decade and change, they they have gone to top-notch venues. They have identified great champions. They've had some really compelling finishes or compelling storylines in the case of film, blowing away father time. I mean, the, there's, there's really memorable elements to this championship. So... I mean, if it's going to be the fourth of four, it's a strong four. It's not like it's from three way down to four. I mean, it's it's up there. It's just it, it's fighting a losing battle with its identity. It, it is. And, yet I, again, I, I think it's a little unfair because I'm just looking at the list here of, of PGA championships in the media guide. I mean, of all of the wins that Tiger had, major wins in his career, I would put the Bob May battle at Valhalla in the 2000 PGA as one of my favorite, one of the most compelling, yeah. right? 
Um, yeah. Tiger taking Sergio out in 99 with the little yeah. scissor kick, uh, you know, after he hit Fabulous that shot one. off the tree, yeah. right? I mean, it just, I, I look at these and I just go down the, the list. I mean, Beamer took out Tiger, you know, after he was going for three in a row. McKeel over Chad Campbell. I'm not going to lie. That was a bit of a snoozer in 03. Uh, VJ yeah. over DeMarco and Leonard. Then Phil got Thomas Bjorn and Steve Elkington. Tiger got McKeel. I didn't even realize that. Did you know? Did you realize McKeel was runner up then? That's that's interesting. Hmm. Did not realize. Uh-huh. Tiger Woods over Woody Austin. Now that see uh, that Southern Hills that was brilliant. I mean, Woody Austin yeah. was uh, that was a classic. He he felt like he. I mean, his comments that week in the media center are priceless. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Y.E. Yang takes down Tiger Woods. And Hazeltine, like there's a lot of really, really good stuff in the PGA. And so that's why I'm with you. It seems like going into it, you're like, I don't know if I'm as excited about the PGA. And then it delivers. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that's, it's the mighty little major that could kind of thing. Like you, but why, why have we programmed ourselves to think that it's not any good or not mm. that as good or whatever? What, what's that? Why, why have we done that? It's expectations. We set lower expectations, so we end up being blown away. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, maybe that's it. That's maybe maybe you just come in and go, and, and you almost kind of get the opposite now with the players because it's been built up so much over the years by the tour where you're like, well, this thing's got to be great. I mean, it's it's been around 50 years. It's the Sawgrass is awesome. It's a wonderful course. Anyone can win. Anything can happen. And then it's not that they're clunkers. I mean, they've had some wonderful champions the last handful of years to go back 10, 15 years. Same thing as the PGA, but it feels like that's been overhyped and the PGA championships underhyped. And they're yeah. both probably about in the same spot mm. in terms of a quality tournament. Interesting. Interesting. So this event um, traditionally boasts to have the majority of the top 100 players in the world. And if you look at the top 10, you know, you got Rom and Scheffler and McElroy, who's not playing all that great right now. Um, Patrick Cantlay gets um, Joe LaCava on the bag, so that, that'll be interesting yeah. to see how that works out. But n- down at number 9 and 10, you've got Will Zalatoris, who is out with his back injury and had surgery, and Jordan Spieth, who, who withdrew uh, this week from the Byron Nelson because of his wrist. Um, yeah. it, do, you think it, do you think it's ripe for a guy that's like out of, outside of that top 10 or whatever, like we've seen here before, to come from maybe lower in the pack and win a major championship. I won't put it into Sean McKeel territory because I think that was quite unexpected, but Jason Duffner territory, I feel like is definitely in play. And the first person I think of is Tom Kim, which mm-hmm. I mean, he's not, he's not that far down in the world ranking. He's the top 25 player in the world, but it feels like the golf between one and two these days is massive down toward that part of the official world golf ranking. So, but I, I think about a, a really great ball striker and someone who doesn't necessarily have to be a great putter, but also Oak Hill is fundamentally different than it was 10 years ago. And we don't know enough about it to say that it should be basically the same kind of player that is going to win there. And I think Andrew Green talked about it a little bit and said that you probably won't even recognize what you saw 10 years ago, it'll be that different. And that leads me to believe that, yeah, I mean, someone like Tom Kim, like a quality ball striker, maybe not the best short game or putter, Victor Hovland might come to mind, might be like your ideal candidate. But if it's really that dramatically different of a golf course, well, first of all, anything could happen. 
because if no one knows it and someone just catches fever for a week, well, then maybe we could have a Sean McKeel kind of thing happen. Mm. But my gut instinct is Scheffler or Rom's going to win it because they're just that much better than everybody else right now. Throwing Finau in there. He's playing great golf. Cantley's playing great. I would say Hovland has figured out how to play in these bigger tournaments. And despite what what you would call Max been been playing great. And I know the knock on him is no top tens in majors. Well, maybe this is one of those transition tournaments where you go, okay, this is the time because this is closer to a PGA tour event than some of the other, the other three majors are. So I think there are a lot of good candidates, but I I do feel there is a possibility of uh, an out there result happening out of nowhere. A lot of people looking at Max Homa for LACC, so maybe it'd be good yep. to get that top 10, kind of like, okay, to get a taste of it ahead of uh, next month's U.S. Open. Kind of interesting. So, yeah, the players, Jason Duffner, Sean McKeel, Curtis Strange won the U.S. Open there in 1989, Jack Nicholas uh, in 1980, the PGA Championship, and then Lee Trevino and Kerry Middlecoff have U.S. Open Championships here at Oak Hill. And it's interesting when you look at their score to par, one over, five under, six under, two under when Curtis won the U.S. Open in 89, Four under for McKeel, ten under for Duffner. So that's you know everywhere from a, from one over to ten under. And I know you said it's going to be different, but they probably put it back. I mean, Kerry Middlecoff was nineteen fifty six, Lee Trevino nineteen sixty eight. So it's probably more back in that range than throw the Jason Duffner out. They might not have liked the the ten under and the sixty three. So um, yeah, I, I guess maybe you could be looking more in that. I, it's so hard to keep these guys down though. They're so good and so long these days. Probably probably touches double digits, huh? But it does seem like they've they've grown it out pretty juicy in the rough. I mean, we're already starting to get those pre-major championship prerequisite videos now of just balls <laughs> disappearing in the rough. So it it seems like that's that's going to be part of the ethos of this. So I think you're probably right. I mean, I'm sure that for the Oak Hill members, they didn't like getting 63 10 years ago, so they don't want that to happen again. And they've got fundamentally a new old golf course. They don't they don't want that to be embarrassed on national or international television. So. I'm sure that there's been some input there to kind of make it a little bit more like Beth Page in 19, where scoring is difficult to come by than what you know what you might otherwise see some other years at a PGA Championship. See, I love that. You know what? I could do a whole show on what you just said there. The members don't like seeing the guys, you know, shoot a 63 on their golf course. What is the psychology around members and their course, and what do they even care what somebody shoots? Isn't that interesting? Like, hey, we're going to all assess ourselves. We're going to spend a bunch of our hard-earned money to do this so that when the guys come back, they're going to find this as a tougher day. We want respect. I mean, it's just – it is kind of a funny – golf weird thing like hey wow that's cool man dude shot 63 out here i'm gonna go see if i can i can i can't even shoot 73 out here but who <laughs> hey uh, you know what let's appreciate what these guys are able to do nope let's tear the sucker down and make it harder <laughs> and, and that's the funny thing i mean you, there are how many golf courses in america could the average golf fan name that are major championship hosts 10 and if you're not in the 10 and i'm sorry to oak hill but you're not in the 10 then what does it matter? What does it matter that what someone shoots there as a professional? What's the winning score matter? As long as it was dramatic and interesting on TV, better. you won. Yes. It's better. I'd, I'd rather be either I'm going to be the hardest golf course there's ever been or I'll give up the 61, the first ever 61 in the men's major. I'll give right. that up because at least it puts me in the history book instead of just being some potentially forgettable major host. And kudos for being a major yeah. Have yeah. your course hold a major championship. 
Right. It's just a and funny they, thing. The members have put so much work into revitalizing this place to look like the way Donald Ross designed it. So it doesn't really matter what they shoot on it because Donald Ross designed golf courses a hundred years ago and, and beyond. So golf's a little bit different from then. If, if they guys, if the guys of the modern era overpower it, guess what? They're overpowering everywhere. So don't be ashamed if someone puts up a low number on your golf course. I just think it's brilliant that these golf course architects have regenerated a whole new uh, business model of re, <laughs> re but let's, let's, let's go ahead and put golf courses back to where they were after we've just gone and putting them this far forward. You know, I mean, Hey, look, nothing against Gil hands or any of the guys that are out there doing that, but I mean, it's working, but the, the restoration work is uh, off the hook right now. I mean, hey, everybody wants to go back to the way it was. It's vintage, man. Vintage is in. That's what we want these days. So. I mean, one of my clubs, a place I, I'm a member of in uh, Pennsylvania, Sunny Hanna Country Club, hosts Sunny Hanna Am every year, great amateur tournament that pretty much everybody who's anybody's played in the last 30 years. I've played there. They, I mean, they, don't, they have a big budget, but they're a tilling half. Guess what they just did? Historic renovation. There you so, go. Or restoration. So they went and put bunkers <laughs> back where they used to be, and they took some out, and they moved them 10 yards, and they restarted them and all that. And, you know, it looks great. But yep. was there anything that wrong with it before? Eh, not really. So that's, that's a great little racket to be involved in is undoing the work someone else did 40 or 50 years ago. Hey, why not, man? It's good stuff. Good work if you can get it. Hey, Ryan, it'll be yeah. fun next week. So I know you're in a, a golfnewsnet.com. A lot of insights there for guys that are uh, going to put some miss some cheddar down on this thing and pick a winner. You already mentioned a Tom Kim, good dark horse, and you, you said the top two guys are just playing well. But is there somebody else that's kind of caught your eye before we let you go that our listeners might want to look at? I'm reluctant to admit this, but Ricky Fowler is mm. coming to my mind. He's playing quietly, playing some extremely good golf since getting back uh, in the good graces of an observation of Butch Harmon. So, I mean, it'd be pretty. I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to win his first major championship, but maybe he might. That would be a heck of a story. I have been watching Ricky, and he ha- is trending. You're right. Absolutely, he's trending. He's up inside the top 50 in the world. Yeah, he's that's a big move. He was outside, like, top 200 or more uh, and has made a nice jump. So, I like that. Way to throw that down. We got a Tom Kim and a Ricky Fowler outside of the uh, obvious notables. So, good stuff. Hey, Ryan, thanks for your time, man. Always good to visit with you, and uh, we'll chat with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Ryan Balangie with GolfNewsNet.com, GNN Radio. Check him out. And uh, they're on. he's got his iHeart channel, of which we are a part and proud to be so. And they're continuing to grow the audience there. So check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, follow Ryan on social media as well. We'll take a short break. More of the show next. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance. From Callaway, the kings of distance. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. 
This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one-thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with Precision Technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best, better for everyone. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade, but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. You've heard us talk about it now for over a year, and Black Desert Resort will open all 18 of its Tom Weiskopf Design Championship course on Memorial Day weekend. Go to blackdesertresort.com where you can schedule a tee time and see for yourself the remarkable wonder that is the final design of the great Tom Weiskopf and uh, what... You know, there's still construction going on with the Resort Center Hotel and the residential villages. That'll be ongoing for the next couple of years. But, you know, enjoy it. Right now, it's open to the general public. Eventually, it'll be a resort private, so you either have to own real estate or you will need to be staying at the resort as a guest. But you know what? Uh, for now, it's open, it's available, and it is remarkable. I uh, definitely encourage you to get down and check it out if you're in the area. If you're not, book a trip. Come to St. George. Enjoy the uh, beauty of Southern Utah and uh, this brand-new golf course design. It's going to be one of the top. I think it'll make a top list uh, in America, and it's going to be just a joy to play, especially when the resort is uh, fully up and, and running and you've got a place to stay there, practice, it's going to be cool. I mean, the Black Desert experience, you'll like this, Bob. Yeah. Your greens fee is going to include breakfast, your drinks and snacks during your round, and lunch afterward. Non, that's not including alcohol, of course. But That's so cool. But isn't that cool? So you show up, you yeah. pay your fee, and then you just enjoy the day. You don't just get nickel and dime all the way around. Nope. So that's part of the Black Desert experience, and I think people are going to really take to that. Uh, check out blackdesertresort.com. All right, really appreciate Ryan Ballingy for joining us there. It was interesting. They had that little debate about you know the excitement level of this, and 
as I've sat and thought about it through the break, you know, we talked about it being the Rose Bowl, but there is something that is special. I don't care what the national championship is. That event in and of itself in football doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. The Rose Bowl stands on its own as an event. And maybe it's because it's also in the same venue like Augusta. Maybe it's able to create that identity at the actual venue in Pasadena, you know, uh, and it's always on New Year's Day and that sort of thing. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to take anything. Well, like I think the PGA Championship is uh, fully legit. It's certainly one of the major, and it's got a ton of history to it. Mm-hmm. And and again, just because it always tends to get ranked fourth because it sat at the end of the line of the four majors, I I don't I don't think you can argue that it produces often some of the best drama. It does. And excitement, right? Yeah. So how about this from uh, back in history, Bob? By the way, the stroke play of era began in 1958 before a television audience of millions. So that's pretty pretty impressive stuff. That was early on. Um, this, is, this is a little bit about Walter Hagen. Walter is from the Media Guide. Walter Hagen, one of the association's 35 charter members, won what is today a record tying five PGA championships in 1921 and then four straight from 24 through 27. During his four-year streak, the Hague won 22 consecutive matches. This is back in the match just before when wow. his match play. 22 consecutive matches before Leo Deagle captured the title in 1928. How about that? Yeah, that's that's awesome. You know, um, what was really cool and, and what Ryan just said just, you know, eight matches or it took eight days to play the PGA championship um, prior to 1958 when they went to stroke play. And some of those old guys are the, are the, are the greats of the game that have ever played in the game. Um, And the traditional guys that you would see like Sam Snead and, and um, you know, a lot of these other guys that, that won through the match play and then, um, and then you see the 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 next era or next generation of guys take over, uh, you know, with the stroke play and going through on through my dad and Arnold and Jack and Gary Player and all those guys. Uh, you know, I looked at my dad's career the other day and he finished he finished like five times inside the top five and a couple two or three runner runners up in the PGA championship. I remember him losing to Jack Nicklaus one year in the PGA championship. So it's a great event, the PGA of America's event. And uh, it is undoubtedly one of the, the major championships in the game of golf and one that has been around for a long, long time. Of course, the Wanamaker Trophy is awarded to the winner, and that's kind of a cool a little story in and of itself. Lewis Rodman Wanamaker of New York City back in 1916, he basically wanted to say, let's, let's be, have this inaugural championship be a grand display, and then he's the one that came up with that massive trophy. And I was just reading here, the original base was so filled with lead, according to this historian, that it could not support the original trophy. Uh, and now they have a 90% original size replica that they hand out to the champions. And that began in 2009 with Y.E. Yang. Remember, hmm. remember Yang holding his golf bag up above his head, you know, cheering that one? I mean, would you have ever, can you imagine the fact that Tiger Woods lost in the final round of a major championship? That's remarkable. And Y.E. Yang is the one that can say he did it. He's the only one. And, and, and he was leading. And he never spit the bit on a lead. Right. So... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I didn't bet Y.E. Yang. Y.E., yep. yes. That's what I'm talking about as we went through. There's so many good stuff. <laughs> um, 
So uh, Oak Hill, um, great golf course. As I mentioned, some of the the past major winners. I, I don't know. I mean, do you do you work? Does it bother you that you had Duffner and McKeel winning the last two, or does it even matter? And then who do you like? Ryan mentioned a couple of a couple of long shots there, and Tom yeah. Kim and Ricky Fowler. But I also like that was, Ricky Fowler pick. That's interesting, isn't it? I really do like that pick because he's he's kind of in in that in that range of Duffner who won it ten years ago. I mean, Ricky's a little more accomplished than Duff was at the time. No, but but, yeah. but I mean, were they ranked in the? Oh, I see. Were they saying. ranked in the world at yeah. that point? Hmm. So. Speaking of those five majors, uh, five uh, PGAs, it was 1980 at the 62nd PGA Championship that Nicholas picked up his uh, fifth, uh, which is uh, pretty cool. And he set the record for the yeah. largest winning margin um, in uh, since the stroke play. And it was at, what was it, uh, uh, seven shots? And that stood mm-hmm. until McElroy got the eight-shot victory at, uh, Ke- at Kiowa. Right. So, yeah, pretty cool stuff there, but... So yeah, so you go back. You got Nicholas, McKeel, and Duffner. I just doesn't doesn't roll off the doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> just all I'm saying. Yep, Nicholas, McKeel, Duffner. Yeah, Curtis Strange. Oh, <laughs> well, Curtis. You know, yeah, interesting. Open winner. Yeah, interesting. So this uh, golf course is going to play seventy three hundred ninety four yards. It's a par seventy, and you know you open up with what Ben Hogan once called the toughest opening test in championship golf. It's an elevated tee shot, slight dog leg left, and you know if you if you get a really good drive out there, you can take advantage of a little fairways downslope at two ninety. Bob, you got to carry the two ninety to get 290 that two ninety mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got a little creek that runs across the fairway out at three hundred and sixty yards, so you would have to probably lay back on that. You don't want to. I definitely that. have yeah. to lay back on that. And you got out of bounds right. And some bunkering there too is uh, is is in there as well. So yeah, it's going to be that. That's an interesting one. So you start out with a four hundred and sixty yard par four. You got a two. The third hole is a two hundred and thirty yard par three, mm-hmm. followed by a six hundred and fifteen yard par five. So that's kind of just kind of give you an idea of what these players are facing. Stout down the stretch. It's a five hundred yard par four, a five hundred yard par four on seventeen and eighteen. So um, good luck on that one. And eighteen's back uphill as well. So um, that's yeah. And McKeel hit it to like two inches to go on. Yes, and, he did, and, and win. What and a, gave it the the whiff. Yeah, fist it wasn't pump. A, was not the a great fist pump. Fist, was not a great fist pump. I'll, I'll, no, I'll give you that. Hey, we got to take a break. We'll wrap up hour number one next. We can still have a lot on tap for hour number two. Stay tuned. This is Real Golf Radio. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. 
Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, you're listening to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This will wrap up hour number one of the show. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two. We'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. And then, yeah, wait for it. It's the Byron Nelson, in his own words, interview talking about the great year of 1945 when he won 18 times, including 11 in a row. It's priceless stuff that we had an opportunity to chat with him before he passed away years ago. But uh, we do it in honor of Byron Nelson each and every year of the week of the Byron Nelson Championship out there in Texas. So stay tuned for that. And then more on the 105th PGA Championship coming up next week at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Make sure to tune into my show, Titillating Sports, every Monday through Friday. And it'll be three hours from 9 to noon on the West Coast, noon to 3 on the East. Once again, Check me out, titillating sports, every weekday on Sports Byline. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.
USA News. I'm Richard Johnson. So far, not too awful at one of the biggest crossings between the USA and Mexico, El Paso. NBC correspondent Julia Ainsley has been watching the flow of migrants since the expiration of Title 42 early this morning. It could be that it's in the coming days that we'll see the real impact of Title 42 lifting because it's once the Border Patrol facilities, those processing centers get full, and then they release to the shelters, the shelters get full, that we'll see more people sleeping on the street. The new policy, known as Title 8, mandates that people who want asylum apply before they reach the border. In Brownsville, Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz says that's not good. This is the Amazon version of illegal immigration. They're going to make it fast and deliver them anywhere in the country. And last night, a Florida judge temporarily blocked the plan to let migrants who've applied for asylum stay in the USA until their cases are resolved. That was implemented to stop overcrowding at detention centers. The man seen on video choking another man to death on a New York City subway has surrendered to police. Daniel Penny is expected to face a charge of second-degree manslaughter in the death of Jordan Neely. Southwest Airlines says it's fully staffed and ready for the summer travel rush. But Southwest pilots have authorized their union to call a strike should contract talks break down. Union officials say 99% of its 10,000 members voted for strike authorization. Spring in the Pacific Northwest usually means high temperatures in the 70s, but not today. It could hit 90 in Portland and Seattle thanks to a high-pressure system that stretches into the plains of Canada. That's bad news in Alberta, where several large wildfires have been burning for several days. The University of Michigan's ongoing track of how we feel about the economy is taking a sharp turn down. The measure of consumer confidence has fallen by about 9% from last month, erasing the gains of that gauge in the past few months. This is USA News. Leroy, 71's backed up. What's your 20? Over. Olivia needs more drivers for her trucking company to go the extra mile. Three more stops to make. She wants to hitch a team to drive business forward. Lots of double nickels on the 169. You know what I'm over? This driver shortage. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. More Tesla troubles. It's recalling all of its electric vehicles sold in China thanks to a braking problem that might increase the risk of a crash. Most of Tesla's cars sold in China are made in China, but a few come from the Tesla plant in the San Francisco Bay Area. We often hear that the problem with mass shootings in the USA is a mental health issue more than a gun issue. We'll continue to look at how we can find a way to identify individuals who, because of their mental illness, should not be able to purchase firearms. Texas Senator John Cornyn's not happy to learn how non-reporting of mental health issues can lead to tragedy. Like the eight people killed at a suburban Dallas mall, that shooter had been kicked out of the military during basic training. The separation from the military without any formal adjudication looks like it's fallen through those cracks. But Cornyn also says he opposes a ban on assault-style weapons. He says millions of those weapons are in the hands of law-abiding citizens. Another state's considering making women liable for criminal charges if they have an abortion. 
Alabama lawmakers are looking at a bill that would let prosecutors charge women with murder. The bill would also grant the right to life and equal protection for unborn children. A Southern California woman's fighting to keep her two pigs, calling them emotional support animals. Oxnard, California bans keeping pigs as pets in the city. The woman's asking for an exception because she uses the pigs to cope with depression and anxiety. Rich Johnson, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th too? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Oh, thank you very much. Of course, we're down the middle on the 10th hole. What do you know? Of course good to be with you pga championship preview edition of real golf radio twitter handles at real golf where you can join the conversation you can also listen to previous interviews and segments or the show in its entirety right there you can also search for us where your favorite podcasts are found or just tune in on sirius xm 203 iheart radio gnn radio our flagship station 97.5 the ksl sports zone in salt lake city utah 24 years of broadcasting real golf radio Appreciate you being with us here, and we're looking forward to being back in Rochester for the 105th PGA Championship next week. We're going to talk a little bit about that. The caddy's going to break down the golf course with us, and I'm excited about that. Of course, he puts together the yardage books that the players will be using for the competition. We'll talk about the challenge that's faced, talk about some of the players. We're also going to hear from Byron Nelson, the interview that we did. Do you even remember what year that was, Bob? Oh, wow. That was probably... It had been like four or five, right? I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. It was just shortly before he passed away, and he spent a great... Well, the reason reason we originally called him about the interview was Tiger was breaking the cut street record. That's right. He didn't want to talk about that a lot, did he? No, he didn't. Because back when he played, it it wasn't a cut streak. It was finishing in the money. Which meant... Like top 20. Top 10, I think. Top 10 or top 20 Maybe it was in top every 20. event. Yeah. Yeah. 
not top 70 or not or top 60 in ties. So he didn't want to talk about that much, but he sure, uh, sure divulged a lot about his career and history and what he was able to do that year in 1945 and win 18 times. And that'll that never happen really again. Cool. That'll absolutely never happen again. Yeah. No. People can say, well, the war was going on, so we didn't have a lot of competition. You could say that. Yeah. I don't care who you're playing against. I don't care if you're playing against your kids. <laughs> it's hard to beat everybody 18 weeks in, you know, and 11 in a row. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. When you think about Tiger, what did he get, like five or six in a row, maybe? That's and a- he's playing against some really good players. Yeah. Well, look, we, we get excited if someone wins two or three in a year. Yep. Not 18. Right. Wow. Unbelievable stuff. All <laughs> right. So we'll get into all that and uh, give you our winners, our, who, you know, who we think. Who do we like? It's all coming up. Hour number two is next. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Staples has everything to help small businesses do big things. Shipping supplies and services so you can fill big orders. The latest tech so you can create the next big thing. And now during Staples Small Business Deal Days, when rewards members spend $100 or more, they get 30 back in rewards to use on big things, little things, or anything they need. Plus, find new deals in-store every week on tech, office chairs, and shipping supplies. Because for small businesses, Staples knows savings are a big thing. Rewards offer ends 513, limit one, redeemable in-store only. It's Macy's Mother's Day sale. Take an extra 25% off great gifts for every mom with your coupon or Macy's card. Like dresses, shoes, and more she'll love, 25 to 40% off. Or shop specials like 55 to 65% off robes, towels, and more bath accessories. And fragrance gift sets from her favorite brands like Carolina Herrera, Estee Lauder, and more. Give love, give style, now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices, exclusions apply. Progressive presents an ad from mom. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive Bundle, that's a cute word. What? Read it again. Okay. When you bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive, you get round-the-clock protection. Oh, that's darn good. Because once my sister Dottie, my older sister Dottie, her basement flooded. Get round-the-clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Collectible Exchange is the most trusted sports memorabilia company in the country. Carrying game-used, autographed, and other one-of-a-kind items. Founded by collecting icon Brandon Steiner from Steiner Sports, they can also help you evaluate, authenticate, and sell your sports collectibles. Instead of collecting dust, your items could be collecting cash. So check out the biggest collectible marketplace in the U.S. at collectibleexchange.com. With over 150,000 items and over 80 pro and college athletes selling directly to you, that's collectibleexchange.com. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh yeah, love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile, unleash your power. And the ding. 
Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment is brought to you in part by Odyssey Golf, the number one putter in golf. And I'm not going to go off for four minutes, even though I want to. But I did order from the Toulon Garage at Odyssey a brand new custom-made Chicago blade putter. Giddy up. I went with the gray stroke lab shaft, the Tor Satin finish on the head, Mm-hmm. White paint with the traditional Toulon green, and even a little bit of little BT on the toe. There you go. And I'll tell you what, man, it's like the sexiest thing I've ever seen. If you <laughs> now, like, will it make putts for you? Well, yes, because I'm so in love with it. I'm going to make putts. Just the energy, <laughs> the energy that's there is going to make putts. No, so I took funny. it out. That's just, you know what I did? Yeah, I ordered an oversized grip for my Toulon design putter. Okay. Because the the pistol grip that I had, I was I went from a midsize grip or an oversized grip to the pistol grip. Now I'm going to go back to the oversized because that feels better in my hands. All right, fair enough. So, so I got it late last night, mm-hmm. and I decided I had to as soon as I woke up this morning. Oh, oh, I got to putt with it. Ran out to the club. <laughs> <laughs> on the putting green, the guy, the the the, the maintenance guy, is still pounding the holes, changing the holes out. I just started yeah. putting to spots. I didn't even care. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the feel on this, it's I don't awesome. know what they do. I don't know what Sean does, but the feel, whatever that combination of that diamond pattern on it's the face, the magic and, sauce, and the the metals that they use. But man, yeah. it feels like butter coming off. It yeah. is so good, Bob. I'm telling you, it is so good. It's but unbelievable. Does it make putts for you? What? Does it make putts? Oh, for I was you? making putts. Okay. Yeah, when when he when when the guy finished the holes, I started rolling him in, baby. I got some confidence. I'm brimming Damn. up confidence. Good. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So anyway, check out Odyssey, <laughs> this number one putter in golf. And if you want to have some fun, maybe go check out the garage and and build one for yourself. And the yep. the delivery it comes in was really cool. The yep. whole thing is a presentation. I'm presentation is really cool. Yeah, I'll post a little video about it on our social if you want to check out at Real Golf is where you can find it. All right, on Twitter. Okay, Bob, so we got the PGA Championship coming up next week. We'll be out there in Rochester, so be sure to keep it tuned to our Twitter feed, at Real Golf, for some of the insights and details. We will also um, be talking with the caddy coming up here a little bit later, and we'll break through the golf. We'll break down the golf course. We'll go through the holes. We'll go through what kind of players it favors, and then we'll give our picks. So that's still to come at the end of the show. And we're going to have Byron Nelson next in honor of the Byron Nelson Championship and the interview that we're able to do as he talked about that amazing year, that historical year of 1945 when he won 11 in a row and 18 total tournaments on the PGA Tour. It's remarkable stuff. And what led to that? He is just and, – and how the whole Byron Nelson got started. So it's really mm-hmm. a, a, worth, a worthwhile listen. That's coming up next. A couple of things uh, have happened this week, and I got to ask you about it real quickly. Are, are we just okay. going to call him Lacava for Hire? Is that the new series on <laughs> on tour, Lacava for Hire? Because the he's Daddy Mercenary. <laughs> he he was with Tiger for ten years, and a lot of that was spent on the sidelines while Tiger right. was you know trying to heal and such. All of a sudden, right. he's with Patrick Cantlay last week, and it's like, wow, okay, right. he's with Cantlay. Well, that was a designated event, and that's why he was on Cantlay's bag. But Cantlay's not playing this week. So 
All of a sudden, he's on Nelly Corda's bag. Now he's on Nelly Corda's bag. I mean, I got the club championship in a couple weeks. Can I schedule LaCava for that? Uh, I don't think so. Why? I don't think he'll do it. Okay. Maybe he won't. Anyway. I don't think you can pay him enough. <laughs> hey, hey, just remember from Lasso, uh, Sam, Asab, Sam Obasanya, mm-hmm. I like to give away joy for free. <laughs> well. Not LaCava? No. Oh, okay. All right. No. And then he's going back to Cantlay for the PGA Championship. Now, that might be a good pairing. That might be a good pairing for the PGA. He has Cantlay. about the same pulse as Jason Duffner and Sean McKeel. Yeah. So there's a guy. Yeah. You yeah. never know. Keep an eye on that yeah. guy. We'll talk about that when we talk about players. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, hey, there's a, there's a new cool golf. golf. There's a new cool in golf. Okay. His name is Tommy Cool. Tommy Cool? Tommy Cool. In the U.S. Really? Open Choir, you know the story. You just didn't realize that was his name. Yeah. But in the U.S. in the U.S. Open Qualifier, Tommy Cool shoots sixty-two. Oh, this is a great story. And then later, as he's just enjoying walking around with some of the other guys, watching some of his friends finish up, and and his teammate, yeah, relishing, from college. Yeah, yeah, relishing that he's you know just absolutely dominated qualifier and he's going to be moving on. They start talking about all the aeration marks on the greens he realizes that he broke a rule by fixing aeration marks on the yes. green and yes. he had no other, he couldn't live with himself. And so he went and talked to the rules official and he was disqualified after shooting 62, man, that's first of all, I didn't know about an aeration rule. Did you No. You didn't know if you didn't know, how is these guys supposed to know? Well, he's a college golfer. He said he yeah. owned it. He said he knew it. He yeah. just didn't, he'd, for whatever, he'd forgotten or whatnot. I don't know if I ever knew that rule. So this whole whole thing came about because he was watching his teammate in a playoff for one spot. And then he realized what happened, and he then went to the rules official. He got disqualified, which got his teammate into the qualifying. Well, it's kind of crazy. I don't know if he would have made it through the sectionals. But he's getting a lot of attention. He's done a ton yeah. of interviews. Everybody knows who Tommy Cool is now. And, yep. you know, I, I guess you love a story like this, but I also hate this story. Yeah. Because it feels to me like when the USGA changed the rules on the putting surface and fixing ball marks and spike marks and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it happens. Sweeping to sand be, and all that kind of stuff. It felt like you just do your thing. Yeah. And I would have, I would not have even thought that an aeration mark is that a ball mark? Is it an aeration mark? Who cares? You can fix it now. That's sort of how I generally understood that rule. It's not mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, it's I, not now, the case. I can only think, Bob. Why is that rule in place? Is it just a practical reason to try to keep guys from spending all day fixing a bunch of aeration it, marks? It, that's probably pace of play and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I'll tell you what. It's a sad it's it's a sad deal. But you know, the thing that we love about golf is that guys will it's a gentleman's game and guys will call penalties on themselves or they will uh fess up to something. You know, he could have just turned around and said, "You know what? I'm not going to say anything." Yeah. But he knew deep down that he couldn't live with himself or sleep at night not 
making or saying something to a rules official. You know, you, you started out, you know what we love about the game of golf? And I wanted to fill in the blanks. Yeah, we get to putt through uh, aeration marks and hit out of divots in the fairway. That's what I thought. That's you right. Were. Yeah. That, that's right. No, that's not what I love. Thomas, what are we doing here, man? The guy's on the green. If he needs to fix a little something, there's left leftover. First of all, why are there aeration marks in a qualifier course? I mean, that's that's an interesting that's an interesting observation. Exactly, of it in and of I itself. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep. Anyway, okay. There you go. There's a couple of things out there. Also, uh, just wanted to note that the Live players, all of the former PGA Tour players who are now with Live, have withdrawn their names from the antitrust lawsuit against the PGA yep. Tour. That's correct. And I don't know what that means as far as everything, but the only one that's on that antitrust lawsuit now is actually live because they came in and joined joined with the players. But they've they've all bopped they've all jumped out. Um, eighteen players or nineteen players now, including Paul Casey, are playing in the PGA championship. And this will be the first time since nineteen ninety nine that Sergio has not played in the PGA championship. He didn't make it. He didn't get invited? He didn't get invited. He didn't get a special exemption? Yep. Interesting. That's correct. Well, okay. So there you go. Uh, it'll be That is part of the majors that does make it somewhat compelling this year is the coming together of the former PGA Tour, now live players, with current PGA Tour players. So yep. there, there is that that will go along with the drama at Oak Hill next week. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's our conversation and the interview with Byron Nelson here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. 
Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738 You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. We'll get back to the PGA preview with the caddy coming up next. But first, in honor of Byron Nelson and the Byron Nelson Championship and the great pleasure that we had to interview him before he passed away, we play... Are this annually during his tournament and we began by asking him about this magical year of 1945 where he won 18 times including 11 in a row and he said you know what let me take you back a little bit and talk more about it and then he also starts off with kind of how he got into the game of golf and ultimately what led to the beginning of this tournament which is now the AT&T Byron Nelson enjoy I started caddying at Linden Garden Country Club at Fort Worth when I was 13 and uh, I liked the game from the very start. I never, I'd been a country boy. My people, my pe- people were farmers. And uh, when we moved to town, I'd never heard the name of golf. See, golf was all, golf was very small in those days. And uh, I'd never heard the name of golf and found some of my friends had an extra dime a quarter to spin, which you didn't have those day and time was to, to just go out and spin. And uh, so I found out they had when I found out that they caddied at Lid Garden, so I went over, got my name on the list, and they had more caddies than then than did uh, did players. <laughs> but I loved it right from the start. Well, that's tremendous. Obviously, uh, it loved you as well. And, it, you know, in 1945, I alluded to it a minute ago, you won 11 straight tournaments and 18 times that year. Can you describe your attitude or your frame of mind during that time and that year? Well, let me break you up just a little bit ahead of that. I had a good year in 44. I'd I think there's 22 tournaments or something like that or more, and I won eight. Wow. Okay, and I finished well in money. I, I don't think I ever finished worse than 10th or the, all year. And then so uh, I found out doing the inventory of what I did in 1944, uh-huh. and there wasn't anything there very serious about anything, except for going through that I found careless shot, more than uh, careless shot, careless shot. Not not all the time, but more than any other one thing, and chip poorly, chip poorly. That was the only question in the whole year about the way I played. Right. So I made an, I made my New Year's resolution uh, from D.C. The, the last one, the 18th that year, was at Glen Garden, where I'd started as a caddy, mm. called Fort Worth Open, and it was two weeks before Christmas. So... <clears throat> The weather was cold, the greens frozen, a few things like that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, I made up my mind then, from then to the time I went to California, that <clears throat> I was not I was not going to play a careless shot 
and I'd go work on my chipping a little bit. Right. All right. That's what led into forty-five. Wow. In forty-four, I, I shot. I'd average the lowest score, sixty-nine point sixty-seven. That was a record at that time. And now that in forty-five, then the total for the year was sixty-eight point thirty-three. So that's a stroke and a third per round. It don't sound like much, but that's five for a tournament. That's huge, and, yeah. And you're playing, you're playing well. Why you're going to beat somebody when you yep. do that? You bet. So that's that started my year. My game was such I was playing very comfortably. I wasn't particularly working on anything in my game except being careful about uh, not rushing. I'm not. I'm not talking about in the swing. I mean, getting in a hurry, walk right. too fast, and so forth. So uh, uh, I just played very easily, very methodically, and very. I had, I developed a great rhythm early in the year. Of course, my rhythm was always pretty good, but I developed a great rhythm in thinking that way, and that's why I was I played so consistently. You know, back to about the winning that many and what it was, what it was. You know, when I when I won fifth in a row. Why, there's a little piece about one paragraph in the papers hmm. about the fact that nobody had won over four, so I won five. Now, it didn't bother me. I wasn't playing to win another tournament. I was playing hole by hole by shot by shot by tournament by tournament. And that schooled myself on that. And I didn't say, well, I won six, I got to win 70, or I won eight, can I win eight? And there was very little said about it until the PGA at 45 at Bahrain and Dayton. That was a major tournament. I tied for the medalist at 67, uh, which on Revolta. And uh, so then I had some very good and very difficult matches at a great field. And I finally won, I finally won that tournament by beating uh, Sam in the finals. Right. Normally, if you could, I know you can't even believe this, Bob. There were so little press people, one or two or sometimes or three. The first time I won the Masters, I really interviewed once that was by O.B. Keeler from the Atlanta Journal. Huh. And then, of course, he is covered for Associated Press. Right. Well, when when I won that, there was six press for the PGA Championship. And so when I, after I finished, I had many things written about in the paper and things. And when I finished, I'd won the tournament. Then, of course, the next I went to the interview room and uh, the six men and I interviewed with them. And they said, you know, this is the ninth tournament you won in a row. And I said, I'm glad you guys know it. I know nobody else knew so much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we laughed about it and stuff. So they wrote quite a bit about it. And that's when they started about the in a row thing. Right. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, it was. Just, it, it never did become a bother till I began getting tired along about the 12th of when I lost. And that, of course, Freddie Haas beat me. Yeah. And matter of fact, he and I had a conversation on the telephone just a few months ago. And uh, we were talking about something business work, talking about that. He ended up saying, you remember that tournament? You, uh, remember Memphis? And I said, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> and and he's, I was paired with him the last round. But being tired with him and him leading me four shots, got my uh, adrenaline going again. And, and I, I just about caught him. And then I hit, hit the pin and the bounced off the ditch and stuff, or water or whatever it was at the 12th hole. And uh, uh, I made double bogey, and so that put him back to four. Sure. And he said, "If if you had hit that flagstick on that hole, said I, I you paper not knowing, but I, I you'd about had to be gone." <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you that now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Byron, tell me what your motivation was that year. I know that you had kept a diary and and we're we're checking on the money that and that's documented the money that you made. But well, weren't you trying to weren't you trying to buy a farm or a ranch or something? Yes, I was. I'm sitting here right right now. I'm the same place I bought. Wow. At Roanoke, Texas. I uh, I had raised the country. I liked the country. I didn't uh, I didn't mind the cities. I don't mean that. But I wanted to be out. So, but my my thought was this: I wanted to win more tournaments than anybody. I won in a row, but yet I did not focus on that. I really focused on each course, each tournament, each stroke, a whole of time. I learned to do that early in my career because I started, like a lot of young players do, thinking too much ahead of time. Right. And uh, by the time that time comes, why well, you're already lost. But uh, my swing was very comfortable and. Uh, I just had a desire to win every important tournament in the United States at least once, including all majors. Those were my goals. Also, my main goal was to make extra money to buy and pay for this place because even my total that year, as good as it was, as great as it was, I made $52,000. Wow. And yeah, it doesn't seem possible, does it? Wow. But I had goals earlier. I wanted to become... Uh, a prominent player. I won. Number one, I wanted to do was to be a decent sort of man. I wanted. To, I was a Christian. I'd, I raised in the Church of Christ by my wonderful parents, and I have continued to do that. And I think because of the actions that I made and the things that I have not done, have allowed me to uh, be to have the respect of the, not only the golfers but of the people that I have today. Absolutely. Lord Byron Nelson, our guest, tell us about your decision to leave the game at such an early age. Seems like you were right in your prime and, and decided to walk away. Not many guys can do that. Well, I don't think they can, but the thing that, you know, the other thing that I didn't, I hadn't said for you, I was really still was not making much money at the end at all, and I wanted to do some other things. I wanted to get into other, other some other ways. I had desires almost a desire to be an account executive uh-huh. and stuff like that. But, of course, I didn't have enough education. I only went to the ninth grade, and I had no background in that. So uh, I started then. The thing that was good, it's the best thing ever happened to me because, look, I would not have been on the television. I was the first man that's on television regularly as a commentator, mm-hmm. uh, a pro commentator. I started I started really in 1900. 60. Right. But then I went under contract with, I did freelance, say, uh, radio and TV, mm-hmm. and went with ABC with Rune Artis and Chris Schickel in 1963 under contract when Nicholas won the PGA year in Dallas at DAC. And I was with him 14 years until 1977. And uh, the thing that that did was when they started the tournament, the Dallas Open would be. You got you got some time. Oh yeah, we're fine. Go you ahead. Well, well, the Dallas Open had played one golf course, one down, one done, another golf course, and so they never had any continuity of of people who who were run the tournament. Somebody do it one year, and somebody else the next, and somebody the next. Sure. And it, it was a failure, and uh, so uh, I had, of course, left the tour now, and uh, and uh, was. Uh, doing some television work and radio work here and writing with a ghost writer in the Dallas Times-Herald. So I made millions of people that asked me questions, why is the Dallas service so, oh, such a failure? 
And I quoted just the things I just already said to you about just what was going on. Yeah. So I said it needs to be tied to something other than the Dallas Open. It's going to have to be at some place where that they have the same continuity. You could build continuity of people that are working on the tournament. When you go to well, you go to DAC one year, you go to Brook Hall another year, you go to uh, Lake Lakewood another year. You keep going around it, and uh, there's no continuity to it. So I told them that, and so uh, the Sailmanship Club that sponsored our tournament, they had been sponsoring things and raising money to work with delinquent children from 1922. So they were doing a great job of what that money they had. So in 1967, they sponsored the Dallas Open the first time in 1967, and it was at Oak Cliff Country Club. Earl Stewart was a pro there, a good player, and he won the tournament. Well, uh, I had been, now I've built a Preston Trail with the great architect Ralph Plummer, and it was a good golf course. And so in about a couple of three months after the tournament, why one day, W.L. Todd, Phoenix McKnight, and three other men, but W.L. Todd and Phoenix called me uh, from Dallas and said, Byron, yeah, told me, hey, we got something we want to talk to you about. We know you're home. We want to see you right now. We're on our way, okay? <laughs> I said, sure. So they came out, pulled up, and came in and sat out, and we started talking. And they said, you know, Preston Trail, you hit Bill Preston Trail. It's a good golf course. And so forth. We talked about that and so forth. And then they said, uh, we've been talking to them about playing the Dallas Open there all time. And I said, oh, well, that's great. Because it's a good golf course, and it'd be one one golf course, and it's a, uh, said, the only thing about it, it's a bend on the golf course. So they said, there's one other, one other thing we have to have. And uh, we want to call it the Byron Nelson Classic. So that's how it came about. So I was just flabbergasted. I was honored <laughs> so I could hardly speak. So that's the way the tournament started. Wow. In the fall of 67, when they made the announcement, they had, they had a big party downtown Dallas. And governor Conley was there, who was a great governor, a man that got shot along with what Kennedy did. Uh, Hogan was there. Demerit was there. My mother was there. First time she'd ever been to one of those parties. Sammy Davis. And Glenn Campbell were the wow. entertainers. Wow. How about that? So they really kicked it off. And I tell you, we make, our tournament makes 10% of all the tour money on charity. There you go. I mean, Sammy Davis, Glenn Campbell, how cool was Byron Nelson? What a gentleman. What a privilege to be able to have had that conversation and hope you enjoy that we bring that back each and every year of the week of the Byron Nelson. Hey, when we come back, more in preparation for next week's PGA with the caddy here on Real Golf Radio. Everyone expects distance from their driver. We're shifting the paradigm to deliver far more than that. We constructed the first ever 360 carbon chassis. It's 44% lighter than titanium, shifting weight to actively enhance both distance and forgiveness. Now you get 15% tighter downrange dispersion in our longest driver ever. This is the new paradigm in performance from Callaway, the kings of distance. It looks like a blade. It feels like a blade. 
but it performs unlike any other. The new Odyssey Tri-Hot 5K is a radical departure from traditional thinking. With multi-material construction, a shallow CG, and MOI over 5,000, we've actually made the blade forgiving. The days of sacrificing performance for looks and feel just ended. The new Tri-Hot 5K, it's a blade unlike any other. From Odyssey, the number one putter on tour. We all love heading to St. George for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What's been missing is a Scottsdale-style golf resort where you can stay and play and own your own residence. That's why we're building Black Desert Resort at Entrada, offering exceptional amenities from a spa, world-class dining and shopping, water park, and a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course. It's literally an outdoor paradise. Find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available now at blackdesertresort.com. This is not about splitting hairs. It's more precise than that. It's knowing to one one thousandth of an inch that every layer of every Chrome Soft is manufactured precisely, which we confirm with proprietary 3D X-ray. Precision technology is not an industry standard, but it is ours. You can hope your ball performs consistently, or you can know it will with precision technology. Chrome Soft, better for the best, better for everyone. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. Sometimes, less is more. Like creating a revolutionary new raw face to maximize spin in every possible condition. But other times, more is more. Like taking the most aggressive groove in golf and adding even more advanced wedge technology. Like optimized tungsten weighting. It takes true innovation to deliver pure spin in its rawest form. The new Jaws Raw from Callaway. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Hope you enjoyed that Byron Nelson interview. What a treat that is each and every year during the Byron Nelson to play that and hear from the legend, Lord of Byron. Hey, you know what? Work on your chipping and your course management. That's right. Forget about those careless shots. Chip better. And who knows? Maybe you could win 11 in a row on the PGA Tour. Well, and if you... Chip better. If you play like that. If you why you're gonna beat somebody. Why you're gonna beat somebody. There you go. If you ever wonder why we say that, that's where that comes from. Hey, you know what time it is. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The caddy on Real Golf Radio. Ah, that caddy joins us every week here on Real Golf Radio. You know him, you love him. Here he is. Caddy, how are you? Caddy's uh, just enjoying the rain here in Denver, Colorado. Mm. Mm. 
Okay. Well, rainy. That's good for Blame you. Blame it on it's the so rain. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, sometimes it's nice when it rains. You need a break. Millie Vanilli made the show. I didn't see that happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Caddy, before we get into the PGA preview, is is LaCava for hire? Is that how that works? This is a new, new sitcom on uh, the CW following live action called LaCava for hire. Apparently, you can Uber Uber a LaCava now if you need to. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was even better than my Uber for or my LaCava for hire. Yeah, you've got the you've got the cheap Uber, you got the shared Uber, and then you get up into the luxury models. But at the very bottom of the list, and only reserved for special Uber customers with the Black American Express card, you can attempt to Uber a Jolacaba. There the we go. <clears throat> I love Oak Hill. I love Oak Hill. Let me emphasize, I really like Oak Hill. I love Oak Hill. It's, it's, a rolling, it's a rolling golf course. It's got the big oak trees. It's bent grass. It's just pure. It's pure. It's pure. It's not <laughs> tricky. It's right there in front of you. Now, I will say there's a, there's a little bit, I, I would have, I would have added a little elevation to a few of the tee boxes, like on the second hole, just to get a little better view of what you're teeing off into. But that's my only critique on the place. It's the greens are, oh, by the way, these bunkers, they've got some steep faces on them. You're not going to see, you're going to see guys having to wedge out and not be able to get to the greens if they hit them towards the front of the bunkers or the end of the bunkers, off the tee. They are treacherous. They're steep. And um, the greenside bunkers, too. I mean, they're deep. They're real deep. And so that's going to be interesting to see how the guys handle that. Because if you short-sided in one of those greensiders, it's going to be real hard to get it within 15 feet. Hmm. Hey, let's start with number one. Uh, In uh, the media guide, it says that Ben Hogan once called this hole the toughest opening test in championship golf. Par four, four hundred and sixty yards. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's all you want. It's a dog leg left, and um, it's got some bunkers on the left side, and it has a irritating little creek, if you want to call it, or stream. Uh, they call it. The, they call it the Allen's green. Creek. Allen's Creek. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, we should name that Glen's Creek because my uncle Glenn lives in Rochester. Mm. My uncle Alan is in Ohio. Mm. So it should, anyway, <laughs> I was thinking, family of, issue. I was thinking of Ray's Creek in Augusta and Alan's Creek and you got Ray Allen cause this is the NBA final. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, you, Bob, you need to take the, the helm here. You need to grab. <laughs> the okay. On the so road. Allen's Creek. Does so that go across the middle that, of the fairway? Yeah. It crosses the fairway. You can't drive it into that. Creek, unless you're Jamie Soblowski. So, but if you miss your tee shot, then you that creek becomes very much in play. Mm. If you get a, if you're in those bunkers, you may have to lay up short of it. Uh, if you're in the rough, it may be difficult to cross it. So, yeah, it's just it's a tough opening tee shot. It's not so bad if you hit it. If you hit the fairway, it's a generous opening to the green. It's not so bad from there, but it's just a tough opening tee shot. So you talked about the fairways. How how wide are the fairways on this golf course? There are they tight, tight, or 
Is no. is there plenty of room? There's decent room on them. They're they're not they're not Aaron Hills wide, but they're and they're not U.S. Open narrow, old time U.S. Open narrow, but they're 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 not they're not hugely wide fairways, but there's decent room on them. It's um, it's just that the fairway bunkers are so penalizing. If you if you and the seventh hole really difficult. Now let's let's actually talk about what changed. Some things were transformed on the course from before. So you've got the the new fifth hole is a par three, which didn't exist before. It's a short it's a short par three, and then 180 yards is a short par three now. Yeah, that's a wedge, right? So that's a or whatever (laughs) eight iron, eight iron. That's a short hole now. So that's um, the next hole was always a, a brutal hole with the creek meandering and stuff. Well, that's that's now about a 480 to 500 yard par four. That's all you want right there. Mm-hmm. The hole that everybody made the aces on in the one day, number seven, is gone. That doesn't exist anymore. So the new number seven, that was actually old number six. The new number, the, well, so we go to seven, which was existing before. That's a that's a tough driving hole. It, again, it's a, I don't know that that's a dog leg left so much as it's, favors a draw off the tee, but you kind of have to lay up off the tee on this. Gosh, it's got to be about 480, and you kind of got to lay up to about 270 off the tee there because uh, of a creek. You can challenge the left side, but I don't know that anybody's really going to do it with some trees there. So it's just, it's, Oak Hill is filled with brutal par fours, kind of like Wingfoot West, right? Wingfoot mm-hmm. is all about the par fours. Oak Hill is the same way. I mean, you can just tick them off. Number one, uh, number, number two is interesting. Um, but number, number, number six, number seven, um, nine, it's just one after the other. And then of course, 17, 18, uh, finishing the back line. It's just, it's got a lot of brutal par fours. How about the 623 yard par five 13th? Yeah, that's an interesting one because you're probably, most guys are going to lay up fairly far back to where they're going to have 120, 130, 140 instead of just your stock wedge shot. You can lay up way up there, but you better hit a really good long second shot. And is it worth it? The chance not being in the fairway for your wedge. And then that green is interesting. It's got, it's kind of like a funnel hole. Everything is built up from the center of the fairway out. It's built up on the sides and the greens the same way. So that's a pretty, that's a, that's a great spectator hole. There's plenty of great places to sit. It's like a little amphitheater. Um, comes back to the clubhouse. So a lot of people will hang out there on the hill and watch, watch the action from there. They call it the Hill of Fame. And, and the good go. news for you that you're playing a 623-yard par 5 is it's uphill, so you got that going for you. Right. That's true, too. So yeah. what do you think, what do you think the, the scoring is going to be like? My first instinct is would, would be right off the bat, not, not very low scores, but I think about how hard Oakmont can be, and yet guys can still shoot some pretty good scores there, and It'll be impressive if someone gets the double digits under par there, but I do think it'll be somewhere in the high, the high single digits. So, so interestingly enough, 
the low 72 hole score to par in the championship, all PGA championships, is uh, 10 unders, the lowest Jason Duffner. So outside of 2013, your best score to par is 6 under par. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it feels like out there. It just doesn't feel like a place that guys are going to tear apart at all. At all. What kind of player does it favor? That's a good question. Um, I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can give a great answer on that. It, it helps. It definitely helps to have some power off the tee, but that's almost always the case. The par fives are going to be very difficult to reach into. So that's kind of interesting because that, that starts to favor the kind of shorter, more controlled guy, right? But then you've got these muscular par fours everywhere, like one and six and nine and 17 and, and 18. I mean, Duffner certainly was never anywhere near being a long hitter, right? It's just good ball striker. Maybe that's the key. Maybe, maybe it's a ball striker's course. That's what's coming to mind. You got to hit fairways. You got, I think you got to hit it pretty good out there. I don't think you're going to be blowing it off into, into the hinterlands and scoring too well, even if the rough's not up. So when I, when I caddied there, in the Sean McKeel PGA, that was close to the worst rough I've ever seen in my entire caddy career. It was brutal at that PGA. I mean, it was really tough. And it just it doesn't look like it's quite like that right now. In, in the, but, you know, that's just a photo I saw, so who knows. All right, good stuff, Caddy. We appreciate it. Good insights. And we will talk to you from Rochester next week. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy here on Real Golf Radio. Hope you enjoyed that. We'll make our picks and wrap up the show next here on Real Golf Radio. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. 
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks to the caddy for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Also, hope you enjoyed that Byron Nelson interview. If not, follow us on Twitter or look for us wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And be sure to listen to both of those. Really good stuff. The caddy will get you ready for the PGA. The Byron Nelson interview is just a treasure uh, from uh, golf's History is how he describes that magical year of 1945. Just awesome. Good, good stuff. Also, Ryan Ballinger joined us in hour number one. Thanks to all of those. Thanks to you for tuning in. It's time now in our PGA preview edition for us to make our picks. And I think it's only fitting, Bob, that given that mm-hmm. Jason Duffner won here last time, that we have a Duff pick and you have your pick. So okay. I think it's safe to say that John Rahm and, and Scotty Scheffler are going to get picked by everybody. So I don't know if you're going to include one of those, but if you do, that's probably pretty smart. But uh, I'll let you go first. Who's who? Do you got for my Duff pick? I liked uh, what Ryan Ballinger said. I think Ricky Fowler would be a good Duff pick. Okay, all right. Yeah, I like that one. And I'm kind of toying between four guys right now for my actual pick because the last two players that have won here have been first timers. So, Cal, I'm going to say Max Homa. No, nope, not Max Homa because I like him for the U.S. Open. I'm going to say Xander Shoffley. All right. Bob's going with Xander. So my way too early pick was Patrick Cantlay back mm-hmm. on January 7th. I'll, I'll go ahead and ride that one. I mean, he's, you know, rather subdued like Duff. He's fifth in strokes gain total this year and scoring average. And he's coming off his only missed cut at the PGA. So he's got something to work for. And he's got LaCava on the back. But I really like Tony Fino in this one. If it's a ball strikers course, I mean, he's led that strokes gained approach category all season. Tom Hoagie just bumped him to that number two category. But with a recent win, I think Tony's primed to reel off a couple of more. So uh, let's let's see what Tony does. And then Tom Hoagie is my Duff pick, by the way. Okay. Four top tens this season, tied for third of the players. And he leads now, as I said, strokes gained approach. Tied ninth last year in Tulsa. We'll see how it all plays out. That's all for us. Thanks to Dave Glauser, our producer. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week from Rochester and the 105th PGA Championship. Thank you for listening to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf and join us every week 
on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Make sure to tune into my show, Titillating Sports, every Monday through Friday. And it'll be three hours from 9 to noon on the West Coast, noon to 3 on the East. Once again, check me out, Titillating Sports, every weekday on Sports Byline. I'm Ron Barr. Every weeknight, I'll be talking to some of the biggest names in sports. So join me on Sports Byline USA and online at sportsbyline.com. 